0: Okay, here we are. It's uh Jackie and Schwine. Hello. How you doing, Jackie? Good, Schwine. Um so you were mentioning something earlier about I guess all what I wrote down was government overreach.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I mean government overreach. Well, yeah, ultimately it leads to government overreach, but it's more government creep. And what I mean by that is I'm I'm a big believer In states rights I'm a big believer in minimal government Especially minimal federal government Their job is just to keep us safe Keep the taxes working the way they're supposed to Even though you're taking way too much Um, I don't need you involved in every aspect of my life And that, that was the beauty of what America used to be Was that limited government interaction and then you look at the way that when they get some power, they never relinquish power. They never give power back. They take it. They tell you what you can and cannot do, but they never give it back. Say, "Ah, eh, you know what? Okay, we're going to let you start doing this again now." That never happens. So you lose. You lose a. I want to say it right, but you lose the ability to do something. It doesn't come back. Now. I'm going to use an example that's a bad example because of what it stands for. But think about what the government has done. Let's take smoking. Okay. When you and I were younger, every television show, everywhere you went, Mm -hmm. every office you went to, every store, people smoked. It was unbelievable.
0: Smoke on the airplanes.
1: Smoking on an airplane. Do they still have to talk about disabling smoke detectors? (laughs) To this day, um,
0: I got to tell you, I'm a happier human now that's. Sm- of course, I'm not no, no. See, that's that,
1: this. this is, but this is why this is a good example because no, no, it is, yeah. Because people want to get rid of smoking, so they were so ready to just give up rights. Ma- imagine you're a smoker, okay? Not saying it's killing you; you're doing damage to yourself. I understand the ridiculousness of what I'm doing by supporting a smoker it's here. It's
0: killing them softly. Killing mm-hmm. me softly with Marlboros.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I was never a singer. I was never. Gonna, I wasn't going to stop you.
0: Uh, you probably should have.
1: <laughs> so, it started out where you can't smoke. At you had smoking designated smoking areas. Yes. Right. Yeah. Where you had to go. To smoke.
0: It used to be when you went to a restaurant, they'd say smoking or Or non-smoking. Now it's inside or outside. Right. Yeah.
1: Smoking or non-smoking. That's right. That started at restaurants was a big player. Then it went from smoke-free restaurants. Mm -hmm. So now we went to smoke-free. Now you can't even if you're a smoker. Now you can't even. First of all, you were you were told to go sit in the back of the bus (laughs) because you're a smoker.
0: Well, that didn't come. well, that was seventies. You know what I was going to say was you're you're spot on. That didn't come because, you know, the market dictated it. That there were people going, "I'm not coming to your restaurant. It's too fucking smoky," you know. It, you don't think so? No, no. I it was there were uh, mandates. The government they, mandates. They said this. We are a smoke free, you know, um, county or whatever. All indoor establishments must become. Non-smoking. Well, that's
1: how it. That's how it evolved. Originally, it came to sh- the smoking sections. Right. You had smoking sections of planes too <laughs> on a plane. You had smoking section of a cigar, uh, enclosed cigar, on a plane. You had smoking section. Mm-hmm. So, and planes everywhere. You had a smoking section. So originally, it was you could smoke wherever you wanted. Now you have a smoking section. Now you you, yeah. I know you like to smoke. You got to go over here. Okay. I was okay with that. Okay. Now, as as somebody, but but I understand that you were okay with it because you understand that it might be intrusive to somebody else,
0: right? Because they started having studies that came out that said the secondhand smoke is unfiltered; it's much more dangerous. Where I, I say bullshit. Um, You know, it's not as concentrated as what's coming off. But there were there were studies that 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 said that supported. So so there was science. As a believer of the scientific process, I accepted that as fact. So. I understood why they were And doing now it.
1: we know that yeah. there may or may not have been some legitimate gi- legitimacy to that. But anyway, my point is, if I'm a smoker, now don't don't look at it from the viewpoint of the person who's benefiting by not having to breathe in the smoke, but somebody who had a certain liberty yeah, you at one point, a somewhat of a social now you, pariah. You have to move. You you it's you can eat here, but you have to sit over here. Now, if I'm not, if I'm a non-smoker and I want to sit and not smoke with the non-smokers, I can. But the smoker can't come sit with me and smoke.
0: I wonder if they would ever consider, you know, like a flatulence and non-flatulence well, I wish would, department. Especially on planes. If you're, go- if you're going to pass gas, you're going to have to sit in the back of the
1: plane, The back sir. of the plane. Where they we oh, have the I, extra song. I did have a burrito
0: for breakfast, so back I, will, of the plane, sir. I will sit in the flatulence section.
1: So, then they went. That's hard to say. Flatulence section. That's why I don't say it. Then they went to... Now it's a, it's a smoke-free restaurant. Yeah. And this is a smoke-free building, a smoke-free workplace in a smoke-free county. Yeah. So now the smoker can't survive.
0: Dude, it was so sad to see those smokers outside on a rainy day when they were at work, huddled underneath the closest tree yeah, trying to get fixed. <laughs> it's know, like
1: 20 smoker. degrees outside. And yes. you just kept. Oh, my God. They, in the Navy, you used to be able to go to a smoking part of the ship. And you could go outside freezing your are at you people would wait in line to smoke and i was like that alone would make me quit but yeah. if you wanted to exercise your right to smoke you had to be told where to go yep and then it became to now you don't really see it, which is not a bad thing right it, this this was not necessarily a bad thing but you took the rights away from a group of people
0: look we did the same thing with taking a shit you know
1: Go, cave, go the caveman
0: would shit wherever the hell he wanted to, right? Mm-hmm. After a while, I said, you know what? That's, that's un, unsanitary. I bet you they didn't. I bet you they did. They were filthy.
1: They were filthy, but they wouldn't shit in certain places because it would lure predators in. Maybe. That's why dogs do what they do. They but they try don't, we, they don't
0: allow shit. us to shit outside anymore.
1: Yes, they do. Do you they? Except you got a porta potty
0: well, you're not really shitting outside. You're you you know, go to New York
1: City. It, Look at the people shitting the streets in New York <laughs> City. Look at go to San Francisco. I was just gonna say Los Angeles. They're to, all shitting the streets.
0: I used to work in downtown Dallas, and and in the morning we would sometimes go to get breakfast burritos, and we would have to hopscotch the the turds on the sidewalk.
1: Homeless issue is a whole other problem.
0: <laughs> it was pretty gross.
1: But 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 so the smoking is just one example of how the government overage. Patriot Act, right after nine eleven. Whoa. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We a left turn. From zero to yeah. sixty, right there. So the Patriot Act was because that because and the reason I bring that up is because at the time after 9-11 hit my hometown, I was like all for it. we do yeah yeah go after these terrorists. I I support this act. Yeah, I think and now every- the government has used this act yeah. to now start to spy on American citizens. Please. So
0: let me ask you this: What is your opinion of um shit? I can't remember his first name. Snowden. I mean, because he blew the whistle on all. I'm okay that. with
1: Snowden. Are you? Yeah, I, I think because I think our intelligence agencies started, they still consider him to be a traitor. I know they do. You know, because he blew the doors off of the illegal shit that we were starting to do in the name of the Patriot Act, and it's and maybe it wasn't quote unquote illegal, but when we're spying on our own citizens, that's a problem.
0: Dude, that's, uh, that's a big brother situation.
1: It's a big brother situation. And now, and we, and especially the younger generation, we give up our freedoms left and right without even thinking about it. Every, mo- In most every um, online service agreement mm-hmm. that you click that box for, you are giving up just your information and you or you have no idea where it's going cuz we're too lazy to read the small print. Oh hell yeah. So we're just like, oh, yeah, I want this app. Fucking take everything I got. You can mine every piece of information on my phone and my phone has everything on it. Yeah. And I am giving I'm not checking the box. I'm not reading the fine print. So in the fine print it could say we have a, we're going to have access to everything on your phone and you're just like, okay. No, it's, it's
0: absolutely boom. true. Uh, I agree. Yeah. So um, a lot of people say that when the application is free, it's because you are the product. You're the product. Yeah, and so they want to know what your habits are. Oh man, there's there's some really great uh, documentaries about you know just the the mining of data, the the influencing that they're doing. You know, just the listening they're doing. Yeah, the listening they're doing. The you know, it's it's really. And, and uh, so one of them, I think, is on Netflix called Social Dilemma. The other one is either the big hack or the great hack. And it was how um, this company, I forget the name of it right off the top, something. Oh, well, I'm, I'm not going to come up with it. But um, they they took like an application on Facebook and mined people's data. And it didn't matter whether or not you downloaded the application. If you were associated with With this person, they just swept through people's data. And they found out who was on the fence for the uh, 2016 election, and they started to push them one way or another, just presenting them with articles and... um, How is
1: that not election interference?
0: Because I think it was paid for? I don't know. I mean, honestly, so it's not really interference. They're just... Presenting you with if you if you're you don't have to read them you don't have to get on Facebook no that's true you
1: know? but 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 if you're targeting people and you don't you're have only to get on Shitter and yeah if you're only if you are making sure that you are only feeding a certain segment of the population a se- certain segment of information.
0: Oh, bro, you don't think that that's been going on? No, it's absolutely, it's marketing. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's nothing new. They my just they just made it easy because we invite it right it, we into, invite our, it
1: into our homes.
0: Right into my freaking face because I ha- hold that phone right here, you know? And
1: I just keep clicking on yeah. stuff, and you just keep sending me stuff that I that reinforces my thought process. Yep. So when I am never then exposed to that differing of an opinion. I just have to listen to my opinion reinforced again and again. Yep.
0: No, you're absolutely right.
1: And I never have to think that I could be possibly wrong because I'm being constantly reinforced that I'm right because all these other people feel the same way.
0: Yep, you're absolutely right. I'm looking up the name of that company. Cambridge Analytica was the name of the company. And um, Steve Bannon was one of the the owners of it, or participants. Yeah. But, I mean, it was using algorithms and influence and, you know... um, multi it wasn't just facebook it was it was shitter youtube all those online social whatever you want to call them, so, social apps or whatever so yeah
1: um so are, are 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 our own thoughts even ours
0: anymore um you know what i don't know it depends on what you're consuming right i mean your your thoughts are well, obviously, they're Jackie's thoughts, right? But they, they, have, they come from somewhere, right? They come, they come from the... the from my prism. Well, they come from the things that you consume, the, the media sources that you... Which make al- up my prism. Yeah. So, I mean, and we all have our own sources, right? Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean that we're being influenced. I mean, if you're sure not... Sure you Well...
1: Everybody, anytime a human being tells a story... Tells a story. They are. That story is a result of their bias. Oh sure. Any story, unless it's just purely facts, but then you can mind facts the same kind of way.
0: Yeah, I don't know that I like the word bias, though. I mean, sometimes you're just telling prism story. your own prism. Okay.
1: Well, bias, I mean, by our own prism of how, so. What, what makes up that prism right? your life experiences the influences that you have in your life now and in your past right yeah um what you watch what you enjoy doing what you don't enjoy doing all of that forms this one big prism through which you filter all of the information that comes in and and very few of us have that same have this identical prism,
0: so do you feel like the government is creeping into that prism are they, I, I think are they, they trying I think to shape that prism my,
1: my point is when, when, when we look at the Patriot Act, which is the example I was starting to give where I was all I was all for that right I'm like if there's a danger to our country we need to know about it and whatever we got to do to do that but what what it then allowed was all these things where people would say yeah but if you do that if you approve of that at the time hmm. if you agree with that Potentially, you are setting yourself up down the road where man, the government's going to start spying on its own people. And at the time, I am sitting there going, "That's so stupid. That's not, never going to happen."
0: No, I remember too. I was thinking, "Well, if you are doing something wrong, you got the government should yeah you got something, you, something to worry about. You got something about.
1: to hide, then yeah. you should be worried." But, but the
0: truth is, and they also um, th- that quote from Ben Franklin was brought up at that same time, right? And it said some the quote was something like, "Those who give up liberty in pursuit of security." Deserve neither. That's right. Liberty or. That's right. And
1: that's right. And that's this is exactly what he was talking about.
0: And he was right.
1: He was fucking right.
0: I don't believe that he was talking about. uh, He was talking no. uh, But he's talking about the fact that
1: no. If you if you relinquish. Your Less, freedoms to the government—you're never going to get really them back.
0: good insight on the future. Thinking that someday, I tell you what—the insight, have some,
1: some of the insight that, that they had. Think about the fact that the Constitution is still relevant. That is amazing foresight. Yeah, they—they they were trying to protect against the corruption.
0: Well, I think they were trying to get away from something, and so that's what motivated them, right? Yeah. They had a certain, like you said, they had a prism too, and it was just completely different, right? It was based on their experiences of what they came from, you know, and the whole idea that, you know, they did not want to be, have a re- religion forced upon them. They didn't want the tyranny of a monarchy. They wanted the government to be, they they wanted it to be citizens governing themselves through, uh you know, through civil discourse. Mm. Imagine that. Mm. um, And, you know, coming to a consensus, right? And having representation. So, I don't think that's what we have today. I think we're more... um, I think we're more leaning towards what they tried to escape than ever before. Hmm. Where where you have a government that is, you know, starting to creep into the things that we do on a daily basis. So... So what I mean yeah so the patriot act that's a, a pretty big example of how the government is you know reaching in and trying to to um well it's mine it's, information well yeah mine information but also surveil their their citizens and that is and i agree with you that's certainly um overreach but what are some of the other things we talked about smoking now we got uh I mean, what are what are some of the other things? Seatbelts, motorcycle helmets. You
1: could, yeah, you could, you could argue that. I, I, my take on the motorcycle helmet has always been, as a motorcyclist, if the brain that the motorcycle helmet is designed to protect is too stupid to realize it should wear one, that it probably shouldn't be wearing one. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> there's no value in protecting. No, there's, it's a that's a waste of plastic protecting that brain.
0: No, that's a good point. Um, I, I, th- I would say to you that I don't feel that it's limited to government. I think you know there are plenty of things that um, are
1: we give up our freedoms for that we give up our information. For. Yeah. No, no question.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and, and and we give up our our freedom in the name of convenience.
0: Oh, for sure. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I mean, cell phones are a perfect example. That's not the government that's doing that that you know
1: um, well, the government's taking it
0: there were, so there was a case, and I thought this was really interesting, right they um I need to think about this because i, I it was a, one of the major telecoms I wanted to say it was either Verizon or um uh like a t and t or something anyways there was a criminal case, and they wanted to subpoena the phone records. Of um some individual that did a crime, I think it might have had to do with uh organized crimes, but um Verizon pushed back you know and said to the government that that data is not the person you're going after that is our data. We collect that data, and they're like, and so I mean that was the big shift, right? <coughs> Excuse me, in the whole privacy and data collection thing was that even though it was activity that you were doing, the calls that you were making, you know, the text messages you were sending, that data didn't belong to you. It wasn't your data. It was Verizon's data. It was a service that they were providing. It was, it was a landmark case. And and so I think that started, Hey, you know what we, we can start, you know, and, and they started selling that data to people that might find it useful to find out, you know, where I was going you know, what? well, I wasn't the person that was being charged by the government for organized crimes. But these companies started collecting data on your movements, where you were going, the things that you were looking at, how often you were looking at them, what sort of things you were looking at, you know, and where you were going and who you were calling. And
1: and, and that, that, that industry has gotten so sophisticated now. Oh, yeah, for sure. You where know. they could take, you know, those data points and just. Take you down a rabbit hole of.
0: I gotta tell you, I am so. I am so unsophisticated when it comes to, um,
1: being manipulated. Well, well,
0: <laughs> for sure. I mean, aren't we all though? Yes, but I'm we so, don't.
1: We we we're, we're they're so good at manipulating us. For now, we don't even realize when they're manipulating us.
0: So I used to work for one of the world's biggest retailers, right, and. It's a bold claim. I worked That's in a the, humble brag. And no, it was. It was absolutely one of the biggest. I retailers. And um, at the time, I think we were the fourth largest money-making e-commerce platform.
1: And when you started for them,
0: when when I started, and it all went downhill after you started. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but no, so I worked in the I, I worked in the IT department, and um, as part of, I guess, uh, cultural enrichment. They would bring in leaders from other departments, like they would bring in the merchandising man or director or the VP of, uh, you know, stores or something like that. So we got this guy in there. He's talking, and he, like, when he would talk about our customer, he'd always refer to her, she, or her, right? Because our key demographic was females. He would talk about how. I'm sure, he wasn't
1: talking about ships.
0: Could been, but he knew like. Like if there was a pair of leather shoes, he knew like what that shoe should be priced to get someone in, let's say, um, downtown LA to buy it to buy it
1: which was different than somebody in downtown kansas
0: it absolutely was because it would be a different price point there'd be you know they would have less money in their Mm -hmm. wallet in kansas so he knew that he could get more money for that item and so the inventory was and i was just like holy shit man i never you know and when i say i was unsophisticated I, i never even dreamt of this kind of chicanery behind the scenes you know like if you have a Fucking product, sell it and sell it for a, a fair price. And don't, you know, don't say, oh, this jacket is worth more here in um, San Francisco than it is in, you know, Lick Skill. I think Alabama? you have to
1: put a uh, zip code in when you're looking to buy a car online. No
0: shit. I don't want that shit. I just want, I just want to de- deal fail- fairly with people. Right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we've lost that as a society. It's not about, it's not about being fair anymore. It's about hey, dude,
1: how much more money? Can how I much?
0: How you? much more money can I get out of you? Mm-hmm. And, and I and I'm going to price it according to where you live. You know, right. what a bunch of horseshit. It would astonish me, you know, it, because I guess I don't know. I'm, I've I guess maybe I've always had a very simplistic view, but when it, when it comes to business, and I don't care what kind of business you're in, there are you know they have algorithms and ideas of how you know why why the interest rates you have on your credit card credit card is optimal for you because they know well he's going to probably carry you know a balance of you Mm -hmm. know two thousand dollars won't get much but you know so we probably need to have a little higher interest rate Mm -hmm. on him because we're not going to make his money much money on him is that you know Mm -hmm. that joker down the street that carries twenty thousand dollars on his credit card Mm -hmm. he can he can have a lower interest rate but i mean that that shit that just infuriates me you know that uh,
1: how does it relate to government overreach?
0: Well, I mean, it's over. It's I don't really know how I got.
1: <laughs>
0: <that>. <laughs> I'm not sure it does, but I mean, I think I, what I was trying to say was <clears throat> it's that just, it's the information that's available. It's well, we were talking about being non-government, right? That it happens in in many yeah. and in. I don't know that I call that overreach but you're being manipulated by the people that run these stores. They know the demographics of the the area where these stores are located. They know, you know, what the economy is like. They, you know, it's not like they are out to give you a good deal. That you know, they're not it's not it's I
1: guess is I it just, marketing just informed manipulation?
0: Not necessarily. I mean, it can be marketing can can also just be hey we want you to know about this. We just want to put the information out there in front of Why? you. Why? To inform you.
1: Why do you want them informed?
0: Because if you're looking to make a decision about buying a car,
1: mm-hmm.
0: then you need to be informed.
1: That's right. With the information that we want to provide to you so you buy our car.
0: Oh, for sure. I'm not trying to say that they're not trying to sell you something. Nobody. I mean, nobody markets things just for the sake no, of marketing but they them. But
1: they're marketing it to manipulate you. Not to inform you. They're marketing, that's, a, that's how isn't marketing's do. Isn't
0: that the problem, though? Isn't that, yes. you know? Yes,
1: that's the problem. You're not actually being informed. You're being told what we want you to believe because we want you to buy this product. You're not being informed. You're being manipulated into, into pulling the triggers on what we think will work for you in order to make you make this purchase.
0: I just want some goddamn honesty. Exactly. That's all I want.
1: Exactly. I, you know? But at the end of the day, if everybody's honest, they're all going to go, "Yeah, their product is just like ours." Yeah, kinda. I'm not going to buy that shit. No, Our, yeah, that yeah. that you could go. There's just a lot cheaper. And it's really kind of the same product. They're not going to do that. <laughs> no, I know. I it,
0: it, that's why I said my I'm very unsophisticated in my. View but maybe that's business. the problem
1: with capitalism.
0: I want I want honesty. I want I want people. If you have a product, great. Let me check it out. Let me see what it's all about. And if I like it, I will buy it. And how's but that government overreach? It's not. That's like I said. I have moved beyond government, and I'm talking about different sectors, and it's and
1: it's all right, up- another to- topic. You were so excited about that topic. Well,
0: I mean, we could talk about schools too. I mean, there's. I feel like there's overreach within schools too. You know, that, discuss. Um, well, l- let me put it to you this way. Well, I mean okay so schools are pretty much government run there are private schools too but for the most sake or for the most part this is where you get indoctrinated yes right? that's right i mean the big who who right now is that you know schools are banning books you know schools
1: are banning parents are they what, what do you mean they're banning parents <laughs> oh my gosh Oh, we have to work on where you're getting your information. Dude, I'm trying to. You know, not the to, FBI trying, has been going be, after parents. I'm trying to be because they're, as little informed as possible. They're going to board meetings to protest the curriculum now because they they realize after watching their kids through the pandemic that the kids are not learning. And the stuff that they are learning has no relevance to advancing through society. And parents are like, what is going on here? This is
0: nothing new.
1: Yeah, so it's new because now the parents are paying attention. So listen, They weren't paying attention.
0: I took tons of math. I took tons of economics. And not once did any instructor tell me what it was like to buy a house. What
1: was the process to buy a house? I'm not saying there's not a problem with our educational system. What I'm saying is parents should have a say.
0: Hey, that's a lot of bullshit. Check out part two for the conclusion of this episode.